Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Hello, baby! Oh, hi. Welcome back to the warm-up program. That's Sammy Hagar screaming his face off in Van Halen. I'm with CeeLo today. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Before you continue, yeah. I forgot to ask when we were discussing Gary Cole's gem from yesterday. Yes. Did you see him demolishing bananas again in the dugout yesterday? No. Oh, man. Late in the game, came in, just snapped one in half. <laughs> they cut away from him for a second. They come back, gone. So you, did, they, you, saw the, you saw the thing last year, yes, right? Yes, I remember he, like, last just, year. You know, he was scarfing down like a possessed human. Why yeah. would they cut away from that? I want to see a guy smashing no, bananas in I don't know. I think they face. just said, oh, hey, he's got the banana again. And they figured, all right, we'll come back to it. Maybe yeah. to show a pitch. I forget what it was. And, and when they came back, he'd already gone right in there. He needs his potassium. Oh, clearly. you got to suck down the potassium 100%. in the game. And also, the key to this amazing start he's on, yeah. 4-0, ERA under 1. The haircut. I know you're big on this. Big uh, on the haircut. You're big on yeah. the haircut. A that lot of fl- pitchers I better not see that flow come back this year. No, he did it for a couple years. Started in Houston. He brought it here. He continued it. It's fine. What? Just stick with what's working. You right, exactly. And it, when it no longer is working, if you want to grow it out the flow, if you're like losing, then you do that. You got to yeah, change it, it up. It takes a long time to to do that to get the flow going. So you really got to commit to that. Yeah. Well, he's committed to the fresh haircut. Yeah. Super fresh. The Yankees got a guy cutting hair in the locker room where they got to go get their hair cut somewhere Oh, I'm somewhere sure else. they have somebody. They there do. might be multiple people. Honestly. Multiple barbers. I wouldn't shock me. You think the Yankees employ a barber? Uh, I'm sure the Yankees. Like, is there a guy? I would guess the Yankees employ a barber. Yeah. But if they if the players want to have their, their guy, everyone's got a guy, right? Yeah. Their guy or gal come in. I'm sure that that's fine. So you're telling me the Yankees have a guy that they pay full time that's just the barber. Mm, maybe not full time. But somebody that maybe he comes in on, on like Thursdays, on payroll. Like every Thursday, sure. he comes in. Whoever wants a haircut, will buzz that would you. be my. I don't know that for sure. I'm just that would be my guess. You're right though. The guy, certain guys are very particular about yeah, their hair. They and, are, or they might have someone in town they go to. Yeah, you know, fresh cut. Are you very committed to your barber? Um, not a specific individual, but I go to the same place. You I'm go not, to a barber or a unisex place? Uh it's a unisex place. Yeah. You know why? It's easy. You know why it's easy? I can take my kids there. It's not a kid's place, but they'll sit and get theirs done, and I can check in ahead of time on the app. Don't have to sit and wait. Oh, that's good. That's why I do that. Yeah, I like it all. I haven't, oh, obviously, I haven't <laughs> been to a barber in quite You're some your time. your own barber. I'm my own barber. Yeah, I did it last night in the shower. <laughs> that's impressive to me. Do you have a mirror uh, in the shower to do that? No. I see. I would feel like I'm either A, going to miss a spot, or B, cut myself. Well, it's all on feel. So first you just do it, and yeah. then you... Feel around. Yeah, that's true. Craig taught me that. Okay. Craig Carton's my barber. 
<laughs> he's the one who told me, what are we doing with this uh, hair? Just <laughs> shave it completely off. He's I was your using, barber whisperer. Yeah, I was just using clippers. And then for a long time, I had mirror to mirror, to look at the back of my head, all that. And then, <laughs> as he said, Enough. eventually, yeah. you'll just figure it out. Just embrace it. Yeah. And t- Tierney's same thing. Yeah. In the shower, no uh, mirror. We do. I, we have a number a lot of, of guys, guys, don't we? Tiki. Yeah. Tiki, Tierney, me, Craig, Sal. Sal, right. Bald, 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 bald. bald. You're bald. Izzo. Izzo, Izzo. bald. Yeah, yeah, but he's still, I feel like his is not as, I feel like he leaves a little. He does. He doesn't do like a full, you know, right. big he's still situation. He's lazy. Clippers. He's yeah. lazy. Yeah. He's still using clippers. Yeah. It's a great ear to be bald in. A great era. Yeah, it's okay. like a lot of bald guys. Ear. I was like, what? A great era. <laughs> Got it. It's a lot of like it, when people look around, they'll go, oh, "This guy's bald." Yeah, there's a lot of bald guys. A lot of you guys wear it well. We're half half of us are bald guys. Yeah. Peter Schwartz is bald, but he's still hanging. He's uh, balding. He he's not bald. He's balding. <laughs> Definitely balding. Balding. Definitely balding. By the way, Brandon Nimmo looked pretty good out there in the outfield yesterday. See, so he had two diving catches. Right, is it, are you just? Uh getting acquainted with him? Or? No, I just, I like to see. Yes, he's very much improved his center field defense yeah. in, over the last, let's call it, year plus or so. He had two great catches yesterday. Some dude playing left field for the A's had an amazing diving catch. Yeah. And I when I saw the guy on the A's, and I probably should know his name since he made such a nice yeah, diving catch. Yeah, I probably catch, should as well. It really reminded me. my ear, Kemp. It really reminded me of, like, <laughs> watching baseball highlights as a kid. What the like old, this the, week the in high, baseball? Oh yeah, just like like the I had the VHS tapes I used to watch as a kid. Yeah, like the multiple great catches that you would see in a row, and like you if string the one, them together. Yeah, string them together in one random Mets Sorry. A's game. He had three great catches. Yankee killer Tony Kemp. Tony Kemp. Yeah, he's had some good games against the Yanks over he, the year. And even the broadcaster on his diving catch goes, "Oh, he he dazzled us last year. He's doing it again." Yeah. On that pristine field they've got out exactly. there in Oakland. Exactly. <laughs> on the pristine field. Everyone wants to complain about. Uh, Maybe you guys started showing up the games, we'd build a new stadium. I guess they're going to Vegas I, I the think A's. They stopped showing up because oh. of the stadium. No. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? Yeah, part of it. And the fact that every time they get good, they have to strip the team down because they can't afford anybody. Yeah, that would suck. Like, Oakland, you lost the Raiders and the A's. I mean, what are you doing out there? Losing multiple franchises, that's a bad look for a city. Yeah, I can't speak to the business side of that. I don't know what's causing that, but uh, getting stadiums out out there there is a problem. Vegas, to me, doesn't seem like a place for a franchise. Why not? I don't know. They're flocking there now. I know, I guess. Golden Knights. Raiders, LeBron's pushing for an NBA team in Vegas. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Can't we just move a bad NBA team there? Like maybe that's what they'll do. Just uh, pick know. a pick a spot that uh, I didn't know. Like, what about the uh, Brooklyn Nets? Oh, that's not nice. Don't just, do uh, that to I the Nets. I was just taking a jab at oh, Evan. Oh, that there. was more than a jab. Boom. That was like a haymaker uppercut. <clears throat> I'm watching to see like what the what the buzz is around NBA playoffs, and there's certainly more buzz around Knicks-Cavs mm-hmm. than there is Nets-Sixers. Sure. Unless well, the you... Nets were like a 10-to-1 underdog in the series. Oh. And they, you know, tried to double Joel Embiid in game one, and all the Sixers did was make 21 threes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's 21 a times three is like 63. Uh, yes, that's correct. So 63 points alone off the Just three Just off pointers. the three balls. James Harden was raining them in. I was getting some pizza on uh, Saturday night, and they had the Knicks-Cavs on. 
that's the only way you checked it out. Yeah. I, I was on the pizza place. Yeah, it was you, cool. Didn't you say you were going to check it out? Yeah, I lied. Yeah, you didn't. I, I lied. lied. I lied. But I did end up checking it out because <laughs> it was on in the pizza place. And it was, I was like, look at the Knicks. At what point in the game, though? The Knicks were down. Yeah, but, it was the third uh, third quarter. Mm, I had it on. Okay. I no, thought, that's not possible. What are you talking about? Because the Cavs went on a run in the fourth, and I distinctly remember I was in the car at this point driving. Uh, into so you're thinking SNY. the Knicks were up in the third quarter? Yeah, because when the Cavs made, they finally went up a point, I believe they said it was their first lead since the first quarter. So wow. you'd be incorrect on okay. that. Unless, unless the broadcast team got it wrong. No, no, I, I couldn't hear it. I could got see it. it, though. Maybe my eyes were deceiving me. Okay, yeah. But I thought I was yeah, impressed. Yeah, the Knicks were up at the half, and they were ahead somewhat comfortably, and then all of a sudden... I would say middle of the fourth quarter or so, Cavs went on a bit of a run. They ended up with a lead, but then the Knicks closed down the stretch. Yeah. Some big offensive rebounds. Josh Hart. That's an uh, impressive win on the road. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like a win on the road. Sure. Now, well, there was no one knew what to expect from Julius Randle, and while he might have been a little fatigued, didn't have his full wind, he looked as far as the health of the ankle went, looked pretty good. Pretty good. I remember all last week, Boomer kept saying he didn't even want him playing unless he was 100%. Well, he looked, I mean, I did not see him favoring it or anything like that. So you would think he's just got to get his stamina back. So I thought that was like a, not a house money game, but like, hey, you're playing on the road. Exactly. Take a shot. And they they got it done. And they got it done. Now they'll play tomorrow night in Cleveland. And that's why he's got an extra two, you know, the extra day of rest. Extra rest day. And you see if you can steal two road wins. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, a 7.30 start is pretty good. You got the Net Sixers tonight, 7.30 start. Charles Barkley, not a fan of these late-starting NBA games. Yeah. In particular, he took aim at the Denver Nugget game. Right, that was 10.30 our time last night. Yeah, which was a 8.30 locally. Yep. And he's saying, uh, quote, we got to have some respect for the fans at some point. It ain't fair for the people in Denver to be playing at 8.30 at night and they got to go to school tomorrow. Good point. Yeah, I don't disagree, Stinks. but then this has been the case for how long I know, now? I a mean, long time. Like, a lot of times we get playoff games like, you know, baseball postseason here in New York, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Which really turns into 8.07, 8.15. But and now pre-pitch we're pre-pitch clock, that game's on end until midnight. Right, now we got the pitch clock, though. Yeah. We're moving things along now. Yeah, but the NBA games, unless they go to overtime, usually move along a pretty decent pace. If you say so. Under three. Speaking of the pitch clock, I thought it was pretty cool. The uh, the umps hit uh, Cody Bellinger with a pitch clock violation while he was getting an ovation for his return to the to uh, Dodger Stadium. You think that's pretty? Yeah, cool. I like that. <laughs> get in the box, you fool. <laughs> we got a game to go. I get it's a rule. They don't want to make exceptions, but mm-hmm. like, come on, man. Cody Bellinger comes to bat. It is the first yeah. appearance. Crowdless tries to do something nice for him. <laughs> Bang, he's in the hole right out, right away. Down oh, in one. Yeah. Get back in the box, <laughs> son. <laughs> then there was another, uh, there's like an assault on pitchers and batters. Pitchers beaning batters, batters hitting balls back at the pitcher. Uh, umpires getting hit. Umpires getting hit. Yeah. Uh, we got Brewers reliever Gus Varland 
hit on the right hand, and then ricocheted off his jaw. God. 105-mile-per-hour line drive hit by Manny Machado. That's brutal. Now, he said that his wrist took the absorbed the most of. <laughs> so the jaw escaped. What a, probably better the wrist first than yes. the jaw. Yes. Right? You don't want to be like, yeah. oh, the jaw took most of the impact. So Now, I was it his pitching wrist or his glove hand wrist? Uh, mm, you don't know. It was hit on the right hand. You don't know if he's a righty or a lefty. Though. I'm going to get, if I were a betting man, I'm going to say he's a righty. Well, odds are. Because otherwise, lefties than righties. less lefties. Plus, if he got drilled with a line drive on his glove hand, he probably would have caught it. Or uh, not necessarily. Not if it, how hard was it hit? What was it? One hundred five. Yeah, that's impressive. When a pitcher, when a, you hit a, a screaming liner back at the pitcher, and they just snag. Sometimes it. it's just pure luck. Pure luck. Yeah. Like where it's either like instinct reaction or the ball literally just happens yeah. to go where the glove is. I love when a when a guy like will get a screaming liner hit right back to the pitcher and he casually just right. snags it and then casually Flips the ball yeah. Yeah. <laughs> throws it to the third base and they get around the horn. Like, yeah. yeah. We got two down. We're yeah. Good. Yep. Meanwhile, his heart's probably going. Oh yeah. But he's playing it cool. Shaken. Yeah. Yeah. Very shaken. Oh, this is a, I was upset to read this uh, on uh, Saturday morning when I woke up and I go to my news feed that the Tampa Rays lost. I was so aboard for them just breaking this. Setting uh, the new uh, modern day yeah, record. Yeah, wanted them to. So now they're tied. Now the next time somebody uh, goes 13-0, it'll be the 23 Rays, the 87 Brewers, and the 82 Braves. It's getting to be a mouthful. Yes. Need someone to get to what, 14? Need 14. Yeah. Maybe next year. I guess we'll try again next year. Maybe the, the 20, Mets. Was, you threw me off. The 23, 23 Rays. It's weird. It's scary it is, it is weird. Yeah. It's weird to think that we're in uh, 2020. I was saying to my wife over the weekend. Yeah. I don't know why I just said it that way. Over, over the weekend. Over the weekend. Over I'm, the weekend. Over, I'm here over the weekend. Like we're going to be those people you know, down the road somewhere. They're like, oh, you were born in the 1900s. Wow. Oh, my. <laughs> the way we think about people from the 1800s. Right. Yeah. And she's like, well, there'll be a lot of us. I'm like, yeah. But think about it. Like 1986. If it were like for to put it into context, if it was 1886, we'd be those people that were born not that far removed from the freaking right. Civil War. Correct. So, yeah, that's not what you want. Yeah, like 1923 does not feel like 100 years ago. It, it is doesn't. Like, I did the math. You did, but you didn't live through it. So, how I didn't you live know? through it, but it didn't see like 1800 seems a really long time ago. It is a really long time ago. Like you told me, 1823 does a long time but ago. But wait a sec, 1923 doesn't feel like 100 years ago. No. But think about like those Yankee teams of the like Murderer's Row, you know, like it was where it was 27 Yankees was after Correct. that. Doesn't that feel like over 100 years ago? It Babe Ruth and uh, Lou Gehrig. That does, yeah. Well, Babe Ruth seems like 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Fair point. Yeah. Let's take a break, CeeLo. Uh, and then I've got a couple of, uh, I've got a, a NFL note that I'd wow. like to get your take the on. NFL. I've got, uh, I actually have two NFL notes oh. I'd like to get your oh, take on. time. Uh, a little more on the Mets and Yankees. We'll do a little preview of some of the big time, big time sh- local sports going on this local evening. sports. And then uh, Boomer will be here at six. It's his 62nd birthday. Back from Lake Placid. By the way, 62, he could retire, so we better hope. Hope he doesn't. Be a little shy though, no? No, you can retire at sixty-two. But you can, but yeah, to get the full. Oh, the full benefit. Five. Right? I, I don't think he needs the full benefit. Well, you never I don't know. Think he needs the social security full benefit. I agree, though. but some people principal. Uh, Boomer, and uh, that's true. Principal, uh-huh. you owe me that money. Yeah, I've thought about that. Like when I do, I, I'm taking social security. That second, it's el- I'm eligible. <laughs> I don't care if it's less money. What if I yeah. die? What if I'm dead? 
or they run out of when, ever since I was a little kid. What if I die? I kept hearing we were running out of Social Security. Yeah. Still so I'm taking it the minute get, I can get it. Don't want that uh, well to dry up I do right not. before you get to the Correct. front of the line. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, Boomer and Jerry at six.